Hello and welcome to the Brady Bros Boston Sports Podcast, where we cover everything in the Boston sports world. My name is James Brady, and alongside me, well, not really, but we say it every week anyways, it's my brother Nicholas. Say hello. Hello, everybody. Today is Wednesday, October 2nd. Yes, it's already October, believe it or not. And we are on episode 34. And uh, James, how is uh, this last month is flown by maybe we can talk about this more later but for me crazy to think it's october already yeah i literally someone said oh it's the first day of october yesterday like yeah happy october now it blew me away and you know what october means playoff baseball baby but playoff baseball that we don't care about (laughs) uh the red sox were officially eliminated with five or ten i don't even know that wasn't quite ten a couple weeks ago Eight games left in this regular season. I don't think it was that many. I don't. I honestly, I think it was like two series that they had left. So All right, seven, six games, seven, games, seven games. I don't know. Yeah, we so, knew it wasn't a real nail biter. We'll put it that way. Yeah, it really wasn't. Uh, the Red Sox are out, which means we have to find. Well, before we talk about other teams we want to support, maybe let's talk about the. Uh, I guess the players or the the look of the Red Sox going into next year because I don't know who doesn't want to hear well I know who doesn't want to hear this me I don't know who needs to hear this but we're gonna lose some people yeah we are and I'm really upset about it I'm I'm right there with you uh and so far the biggest ones are looking like so Mookie Betts he's probably the biggest question mark right now uh he neglected to sign or reach a deal the Red Sox and he uh, failed to reach a deal, so he is entering free agency, and he he let this he let us know this a while ago though. Yeah, this was like a beginning made of the it, season kind of thing. He made it clear he wanted to explore free agency, so no surprises there. I mean, why would can you re- can you really blame him? Look at what Trout got paid. Look at what um, Machado got paid. Look at what Harper got paid. Mookie deserves that kind of money, and if he's not going to find it with the Red Sox. He deserves to find it somewhere else, in my opinion. I'd love to have him back. I want him back so badly. Oh, I, I, will, hope there's I want a way. him back so bad. I hope there's a way. But if there isn't, I'm not going to be mad and say, oh, he's a sellout. Because he has such talent. He deserves that money. Unless he goes to the Yankees. Unless he goes to the Yankees. Then, then we'll criticize him. That will have future things to say about uh, the second on my list, I'd say, is J.D. Martinez. He has an opt-out this year in his contract. So in the coming weeks, he'll basically state whether he wants to uh, forfeit the rest of his, I think it's three more years on his contract with the Red Sox, or he can enter free agency, I believe is how that works. Uh, I'm, yeah, I might not be 100% correct on that, so don't, you know, if you want to come at me, Twitter. No, I don't, know how the, I don't know how the opt-out works. I just know, I think he has to let the team know within a week or two weeks after the end of the World Series. Yeah, so he has a little bit of time so, to basically figure out what, he basically he needs to figure out if in the next three years he can make more money elsewhere than he would with the Red Sox. In short. And so if he if he decides not to opt out, that'll be he's locked even... up till twenty twenty the end of the twenty twenty season. He has another opt out in two years. End of the twenty twenty. That's just next season. In one year. Uh. Anyways, <laughs> we uh, know numbers. We know what year it is. In fact. Uh. And the and last this... one. And this is a heartbreaker oh, yeah, if you want to talk about it, if you know what I'm referencing. No, go for it. I don't know what you're referencing. Okay, so Brock Holt. 
yes, took to social I media saying yeah. basically it's been one heck of a ride. I don't know what's next, but I'm thankful for everything, which makes it seem like he's not coming back to Boston. It was a it was a goodbye, I think, unfortunately. I as think much so as, I, as well. God, I don't want him to go. He's my favorite player. And it's such a um, shame. It's the jersey you got me, so like that's not good. That's I I have a bad record with jerseys. We'll just put it that way. Hmm. Kyrie. Isaiah Thomas. Isaiah Thomas. It's not a great look. Barcole, yeah. Oh well. But um so let's let's go let's run it back a little bit. Uh Brock Holt kind of seems like he's got one foot out the door already, unfortunately. Mookie and JD. There is a way we can have them both. But say that doesn't work out. The Red Sox owner has expressed uh, or the front office in general has expressed I, is that right, the front office? I, I uh they so. want they want to stay under the luxury tax. I forget, is it 208, 208 million, 210 million, something like that? Let me look it up. They would like to be below that. And so first I'm going to comment on this. I, I understand why they want to do it. But you are probably top five biggest sports cities in America. Man up, pay the extra money, and bring back, bring back as close to the same team as you can. So that's oh, my take on the luxury tax. I completely agree. And it's uh, the whatever organization it is is escaping me. But it's this organization and it's even a different sport. So this can be the most vague thing ever. But I, I don't know if you'll know the name because it's escaping me right now. But it's this one organization that has the like the revenue and the money to pay players but refuses to just to stay under the luxury tax. So the organization makes more money but the team's never as good as it could be. And I forget what team it is. I think it's basketball. And it's just a team that refuses to really shell out the money they could to build a championship team. And I hope that doesn't become the Oh, I think, I think you're... Uh, you know what I'm referencing, though, right? Like, you know... I, I believe so. Didn't this get talked about on the... Um, on the Cy Amundsen show, the podcast we both listened to? Yeah, Didn't that's they what I'm referencing. touch on it briefly? They talked about that. And I forget about it, so we can quickly move on from was our... it Was it New Orleans... I have no clue. I'll be honest. Okay, I, I don't know 100% either, but yeah, we can move on. We'll move From on. there, though, so that's those are our, that's those are the big, on the luxury the big three issue. right now, I'd say, is Mookie, um, JD, and Brock. Can I just can I just take a second to say, thank God we have, I we need to, I don't know what the equivalent of a franchise tag is in baseball, but we need to do that to both Rafael Devers we need and a, Xander Bogarts. We need to lock up Devers this minute. Real, we, need to, we need to offer him, I don't know when his contract's up, but the, even before pay the man he's going to be so good he's broken just about every record for third baseman in the organization and even some of the league leaders he just had phenomenal season he's not even 23 he is 22 years old and he is in my opinion one of the best third basemen that has first of all ever played for this red Sox organization and second of all one of the best in the league right now Oh, for At sure. One of the twenty-two right years old. Uh, so. If he shows, any, if he picks up anywhere near where he left off uh, next year, it's just going to be another record-breaking year for him. Going forward, though, the, the question I wanted to get into is, as previously mentioned, they want to be under, under the luxury tax, and having both JD Martinez and Mookie Betts 
taking up a lot of your cap space, is there one you'd rather have over the other? I realize how difficult a question this is. Uh, so I'll, I'll turn it to you first. I already know my answer. I think we're probably going to both. Yeah, I, th uh, I think my answer has to be Mookie Betts. Just yeah, because and I would agree with you. The caliber of his play. But honestly, I see. I think J.D. Martinez fits similarly into the lineup if Mookie's gone. I think he transitions from being a DH to being an outfielder again, right? That seems like the most logical thing because he is an outfielder. So I'd say you just switch around your outfield a little bit. You have J.D. playing defensively, but I don't think he brings to the table what Mookie Betts brings defensively. No, and that that's my point. Did, I mean, Mookie Betts, gold glove winner. Did you see that throw he had the other night, throwing the guy out at third? Yeah. That was about that was uh, a week or two Incredible. ago, actually. Now, but just insane. So I think what he brings in the defensive half of the table uh is just is huge. That being said, I in reality, I think the likelihood is if we're gonna end up with one of them, it's gonna be JD Martinez. With just one of them, yeah. Yeah, and Yep, I think that's more I'd like to have both of them, but when it comes down to reality, I think that's what it most likely as as of right now. Obviously, there's a lot of off season to be had, especially for this team with an early exit. So there'll be a lot to see. And I think in future weeks, uh, we've been kind of going for a bit on baseball now, considering it's the end of the season. But I think in the coming weeks, we'll kind of have a look back on the season, things to take away, things that we enjoyed, didn't enjoy. Uh, yeah, we can, get some, we can do some numbers. Season. We can get some numbers, numbers for, for uh, people like Raphael Devers, Xander Bogarts, quote unquote, that type of thing. Quote unquote awards and stuff, you know, that kind of thing. Uh, end of the yeah, season I mean, kind of stuff. Uh, before we before we move on but quickly, yeah. your team your team slash teams going into playoffs that you're now going to root for. Uh, all uh, right, well, ever or so half-heartedly, I guess. Update. Kinda. So as of last night, when we, or as of last night before we were recording this, uh, Milwaukee Brewers were eliminated from playoff contention in a one-game playoff against the Nationals. A lot of controversy surround, or I shouldn't say controversy, but upset. Uh, a lot of upset fans in Milwaukee. We'll just put it that way, due to a Understandably. lack of defensive effort. Uh, I shouldn't say lack of defensive effort, but interesting defensive play. Uh, if you don't know what we're talking about, literally just watch highlights from the game. Bottom of the eighth inning, the right fielder basically just botched a botched a, a routine single cost that allowed a run or two, cost them a run in un, in ultimately the game because they were. It was a it ended up, what it was a bases clearing. It ended up being a double. Yeah, I presume. Scored three Bases runs. Bases clearing double. Scored three runs. Should have only been two. Just go watch it. It's You'll understand why they're upset. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, if I have to pick, I'm going to go one and one here. I'm going to go ALCS. It's got to be the Twins and NLCS. You know what? Go Washington. Use that momentum and go right to the World Series. Interesting. Okay. I I think we both expressed this. We really don't care as long as it's not. Not the Yankees, uh, and I don't want Yankees, LA. Astros. Not the Yankees, Astros, or Dodgers. I, I guess I'd even be okay with the Astros. Um, I'm in on the Twins as well, for sure, coming out of the uh, the American League, I guess. And then, so I said earlier, I'm in on the Atlanta Braves, but I also would love to see the Nationals do it because they just dished off. Like, Bryce Harper just left them, and now he's out of the playoffs, and they're in it. That's yeah, fun to me, too. Yeah, that was a very interesting development for me. Like, And also, my roommate here is a St. Louis Cardinals fan, so I 
feel uh, like I might be able to get behind that a little bit. Okay. Yeah. What? You Even know what? though, like, St. Louis just beat us in, like, hockey. But we beat them so many times in the World Series. Like, three out of our last four World Series have been – or two out of two four. Two out of the last four. Two out of the four. That's right. Uh, so I feel like maybe I should maybe give them a little support. <laughs> yeah, they, they've won it relatively, relatively recently, though. You can do it. Yep, I'm trying. All right, well, that's enough baseball, I think, for one week. If you, I'm gonna look that. it up right now. You can probably hear. Yeah, you can hear the like, typing, but can you will... hear? Is it really bad? No, it's not too bad. We will continue on uh, to the Celtics. So preseason starts in as we 2011. Okay, so not Sorry. too bad. 2011. All right, uh, Celtics preseason starts. Yeah, the Celtics in four days as we are recording this starts on October sixth. It's preseason. Uh, I don't really care. I'll be completely honest. I'm excited for the regular season, but preseason, uh, yeah. It's the games that don't matter before the games that do matter. You heard it here well first. Well done, James. Well stated. For those of you in Boston, preseason tickets are so cheap. So, if, I mean, if the normal price was just ridiculous, is a little, little out of reach, the preseason can be a great way to like see the players, not for the full amount of time, but... Also, just to get the atmosphere, see. though, it's it's fun still to go. Yeah, like. and there's a definite difference because, um, you know, preseason versus regular season. But it can be it can be a cool way to see the garden and everyone, and it's much much cheaper than a regular season game. All right, our only other real thing in basketball uh, for today's podcast. This is from a Bleacher Report article, and basically. Uh, Kyrie was asked about his time in the Celtics, looking back on it as he's now a member of the Brooklyn Nets. And he says that he failed as a leader during his time with the Celtics, which I responded to as, yeah, well, that's kind of obvious because we didn't go anywhere when you were on the team. So your take on Kyrie. I don't know if, yeah, I don't know if we read the same article, but I also read one basically because he, he finally came out at like the, I don't know if it was media day or like one of his first days with the Nets, like, team, he came out and talked about Boston, that whole situation. Uh, now, I don't know to what extent this is true. Obviously, I don't want to call him, like, a liar or a snake, but I don't know. He was playing with KD. Uh, he said he had a lot of, like, I, it sounded like a lot of personal stuff and a lot of just outside of basketball stuff that really uh, he let negatively influence his his locker room, his play, and just him, himself in general, so... Again, I don't know to what extent all of that is true and whatever. And then he just uh, goes on to say, like you said, I failed, and he wasn't like he wasn't like all there kind of thing. Yeah, I mean that's understandable. Obviously, there's a lot beyond the surface, but at its core, Kyrie was supposed to take us at least farther than the first round of or second round of playoffs this year. And it was a, the previous year they actually made a really good run. Yeah, but that was without Kyrie. But that was without and Kyrie Hayward. and Hayward. And we went to Game Seven of the Eastern Conference Finals, right? Yep, lost to yep, Cleveland. Lost to... We got swept. Yeah, whatever. Oh, well, <laughs> uh, can we talk about something else? Yeah, we can talk about yeah. the other half of the newly renovated. I already mentioned that, but apparently, really cramped. I saw, I saw a picture that, that picture. came out, and it looked like there was about uh, six inches between seats, uh, the front and back of seats at the garden so if we go this year my legs might break in half trying to sit down but it looks like it's nice i'll be honest 
the seats look much nicer, but that legroom. But man, the legroom like looks terrible. Flying negative economy on Spirit Airlines. Yeah. All right. Well, speaking of things that are negative economy, preseason hockey. Also, it's preseason. No uh, one cares about sense. it. Yep. We're trying to make transitions that don't make sense here on the show. No, nah, transitions are hard when I hit you with negative economy because that's. I. You know what? I. It's been. It's been a long day already. Long day, dude. It's twelve. It's twelve for you. Yeah, it's been a long day. Anyways, preseason hockey has come and gone in the time since we last talked about it because we had a little bit of a hiatus on this show for a week, and that is completely my fault because I had to take midterms. Yay! Yeah, it's weird. This school thing got in the way. Yeah, I hate when that happens. Anyways, well, mid, uh, not midterms. Well, preseason <laughs> hockey has come and gone. The Bruins went four and two. And they smacked Chicago in their last game. 8-1. to one. Big 8-1 victory, yep. And I'm kind of disappointed I didn't watch that game once again. It's preseason. It doesn't matter at all. But it's always fun to see a massive victory like that, especially in hockey, in a, a sport where you really don't score that often. Yeah, there was, um, there was some nice goals during the preseason. I don't know if you want to... I forget in the Chicago game, David Backus, I believe, had a hat trick. But in the game before that, correct? You can just stop me when I'm wrong. Against uh, the New Jersey Devils. I believe it was yeah, sure? the game before. Was it the Devils? I believe it was the Devils. One of those two games, David Backus had a crazy backhanded goal. He just kind of drifted in front of the net with the puck uh, away from the goalie and then kind of like, I don't want to say like not over the shoulder, obviously, but like behind the back. Uh, backhanded goal yeah that didn't that didn't really paint i'm trying to paint a picture there it didn't work no uh look it up but yeah he was like very nice goal what's impressive about this is he's not right in front of the crease like he's a little ways out and then it's extremely hard to do on the backhand i forget if it was perfectly upper corner but it was definitely up it was like right right on the goal post yeah it was a beautifully placed shot uh, yeah, so that was one of the highlight goals. The other one in my personal favorite here, um, <laughs> a puck got tipped in front of the New Jersey net, and it literally hit some guy in the Bruins on the face, knocked out his teeth, but then bounced into the goal. So, Yeah, if you watch this, uh, basically deflection, deflects up into his face, hits him in the mouth. The guy doesn't even have time to celebrate. He skates to the bench. Immediately down the tunnel to, yeah, I so presume, get his teeth replaced. Go have surgery. <laughs> go get his, uh, that dentistry done. But yeah, that was, those were, came from the same game, which was really exciting. Anyways, I think we can kind of keep moving here too. The NHL season starts tonight. Tonight? And right now, probably. I don't know when. No, I don't know right what games are on tonight, and I probably won't watch any of them, to be honest with you. Uh, but the Bruins' first game is tomorrow, and you can bet your bottom dollar I will be watching that game because we have kind of uh, a vengeance for this season, I'd say. A vengeance, and you're in Canada where hockey's huge. And yeah, hate yeah. You for I'm for afraid to wear a Bruins jersey uh, for the sake of my own personal safety. Don't worry. You'll be a, you'll be a Leafs fan within the month. No, not true. I'm calling it now. Nope. Anyways, uh, that pretty much does it for hockey, but I do want to quickly 
Speaking of the Leafs, sorry, uh, they do. They are the first game tonight, technically. Oh. Uh, I I assume this is in this is in my time. So, yeah, one a.m. here, so seven seven p.m. Yeah, I mean, I can Leafs, look at it. Leafs Senators. How about that? Yeah, the Senators are probably, trash. Probably, probably Sen- tune into that. Senators one, are terrible, though. Anyways, um. We'll end hockey on kind of a feel-good thing. I know this has been all over social media, so it's probably just been talked about way too much at this point. But it's it's something just nice and heartwarming. Uh, so a video came out, I think, a day or two ago. And I have retweeted on Twitter, uh, on Instagram, everything. I've reposted for the most part. Uh, the you know fan that became iconic for the St. Louis Blues this past season on a symbol of their, like, perseverance and their comeback from nothing. So this fan uh, for the Blues, Layla, has been diagnosed with a very rare autoimmune disease, so um, that's obviously not a good thing, but became uh, in contact, uh, got into contact with the Blues last year. They started inviting her to games. Uh, they invited her out, I believe, on the ice after the Blues won the Cup to uh, to hold it. And just recently, two Blues players went to her house to give her her very own Stanley Cup championship ring, which is just incredible in my opinion. So it's the same exact rings that the team got, her name engraved on it. Absolutely incredible. Very, very feel-good story for hockey, I'd say. Just something positive uh, for for the week. Something to definitely check out if you haven't already. Yep. I don't I can't think of a better way to end the Bruins. Yes. Well, they Hockey. ended the Bruins, so that's yeah, fitting. They do. All right. Patriots. Teams that win in championships. The New England Patriots. If you want to take yeah, it away. You wanna... Okay, so we... Like if you want to take the first, the first game. A little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, two week, a uh, week and a half ago, I guess technically the Bruins played the New York Jets. No, no. Uh, the Patriots a... would have played the New York Jets, not Bruins. the Bruins. Yeah, no, the, uh, yep. the Patriots. Yes. We're good. This show is high no, quality. I'm just, oh, yeah. The highest. The highest quality show. Uh, anyway, Patriots face off against the New York Jets uh, in a game that ended up being much closer than it should have, in my opinion. They did stick out the win 30-14, to 14, and you're, uh, you're probably asking yourself, that's really not that close. Yeah, well, the two touchdowns for the Jets came on uh, some, some errors by... Not the defense. Defense hadn't let up a touchdown. We'll get to that later. Defense had not let up a touchdown in this game. But uh, the Patriots went up real quick, scoring on their first three drives. Brady went for the game 28 for 42 with 306 yards and two touchdowns. And we actually got our first official regular season NFL look at Jared Stidham. And boy, did he uh, did he undersell? No, not undersell. Underwhelm. Yeah, he threw that one away real quick. Jarrett Stidham went two for three, threw a pick six. He got benched. Uh, the other error was on the part of Gunner, and I always mess up his last name, Olcheski. It doesn't look like it, but I, that's... I. What? Don't I worry. Say, I would say Olcheski, but... Yeah, okay, that's I'll how wait. the announcers do it, I think. Uh, but basically, he muffed the punt, and it rolled right very conveniently into the Patriots' end zone. It was recovered. So the streak stayed alive. Uh, for no de- defensive touchdowns let in, though, during this game. And the Patriots came out on top. Yeah. Uh, you want me to transition yep, to mean, Buffalo? 
Yeah, so through the first three games, the Patriots had a plus 89-point differential, which you have here is tied for third all-time, only behind the 68 Cowboys and the 62 Packers. Yeah, so the first time in, well, close to teams that existed, what, 50 years years ago? 50 years, yep. So uh, it was a really, really good first two games, and they're the only team – I believe in NFL history through the first three games to not allow a single defensive touchdown. Yeah, and that streak went for four straight games, over over four games, because they didn't let one up in the Super Bowl, and it dated back to the AFC Championship game in Arrowhead. Yep. Right. So. Yep. Uh, quickly, that brought up for for last week, and I guess this week kind of still. Uh, the Patriots' defense is really, really good, and in my opinion, they're kind of still under the radar, and uh, let's keep it that way. Let's keep it that way. They've played kind of bad teams, but I think there's something to be reckoned with this year. The fact that they still didn't allow a touchdown, let alone points, they barely allowed points until they the screw-ups with the Jets. Like, we're talking they allowed three points all year. Yeah, they were doing pretty well. Three points through the first two and a half games. All right, so we'll transition, though, to Buffalo here. Um, It wasn't pretty. It wasn't pretty. Patriots picked it, well, up the win, though. It, they, they Again, they started kind of quick, and then they let Buffalo kind of get back into the game. Yeah, that this is how the Patriots always start off. They, they always This is how it seems to me, at least. They usually start off really quick. You look for them to score in their first two, three, you know, score two or three times in their first three or four drives. They're always, they're always getting the ball in the end zone, making these big plays, running up the score while they need to be in their defense. Their defense is making stops. This game, two quick hitters in the first quarter, and that was the last touchdown they scored, was in the first quarter. It wasn't great. Uh, They only scored a field goal in the third quarter, and that was enough to hold them over. Bills put up 10. Uh, But holy crap, did the defense still do really, really well, in my opinion. Again, a game that was closer than it should have been. Brady, unfortunately, this is... This kind of sucked. Unfortunately, through his first pick of the season, it ended up being in the end zone. Uh, so, again, it could have been an easy touchdown there. Uh, and then the defense ends up allowing a touchdown to – did Josh Allen run it in? Josh Allen ran it in. And this is – Oh, yeah, that's he right. He jumped over the pile, stuck it out. It got tipped out, but technically it had crossed the plane. Counts as a touchdown, so that ended the streak uh, in the third not quarter a, of this game. But it was one of those ones where it was, eh. Anyways, we'll kind of recap the game here. Devin McCourty continues to be insane, and he has one interception in each game so far, I believe. Yep, no, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. Or at least he has four in the first four games. Uh, The Patriots picked off Josh Allen three times. Josh Allen scrambled... Got his brain rocked senselessly, and that's not really a good thing. Uh, I hope he's actually okay, and it was a really trash hit yes, by whoever pulled hit. it off on the Patriots. But he exited the game, bringing in Matt Barkley, and uh, he also lobbed one up there for the Patriots to pick off. So four picks on the day for yeah, the Patriots The secondary. defense also forced Allen to fumble twice, but they were both recovered by the Bills. Yes. Hold on. So we're talking there was there was two fumbles that were recovered by the Bills and then four interceptions. So that could, easily could have been a six turnover game all all defense. Yeah. And 
and Jamie Collins continues to be insane. So he had one interception. He had a sack, but he also had a strip sack, which was almost recovered by the Patriots, which we kind of just talked about. But defensively, great game, I'd say. Offensively, the Patriots, it always seems like they get out early, but then they just plateau. It doesn't seem like they keep the pressure up. And I obviously know that if you're up by three touchdowns, you don't need to be lobbing the ball out there, going for these massive shot plays or anything. But it just seems like they take their foot off the gas a little too much sometimes, in my opinion. But I'm happy. Uh, we got the win. We're on to Washington this weekend, who is 0-4. So hopefully we can uh, pick up another win here. Yeah, and they really showed – the defense shows no signs of slowing down whatsoever. It's just the offense has to come to play, and I and I think they will. I think you're going to see very dominant – the Patriots are going to ramp it up from each week here on out now. We're always talking about they start the season in general slow. And then go from there. But they're starting – if they start here and go up from here, I think it's it's going to there's, be There's it's a be good dangerous. reason the rest of the league should be very scared. Yeah. Anyways, I think that closes out football, right? Yeah, I think so. I was going to ask, now that we're a quarter of the way through the season – it sounds weird to say. Yeah, I know. Uh, did you want to do updates to our predictions? Or maybe we can save that for next week, I guess. I'd say next week. Okay, just because we did we talked about the Red Sox for a long we time today. We did talk today. about a lot, which is good. Uh, the Red Sox oh, is good. Be we're, actual, we're bringing actual sports content, which is what we're supposed to do. All right, well, speaking of actual sports content, that's out the window. The sports portion of this is over. Uh, we're now wherever we oh end boy. up. I am very excited. I am at the end of these. Uh, Some stories. Uh, I just have quick hitters today. Quick hitters. Well, can you start us with this, James? I need another snake update. Yeah, I think they've been captured. Last I knew, they had sent in a pest control, so I believe they have been captured. I don't know what the result of that is. Big disappointment here. But um, I believe the snakes have been contained. They're all they're all now all in right. New York. All right, we're gonna use the KD joke again. Uh, nice. All right, uh, you ready for some quick hitters? I'll give you I'll give you one right off the bat. You ready for this? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so someone stole my roommate's bike. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Already? Already? Yeah. This was like two and a half weeks ago. Oh no! Uh, so so where I go to school notoriously bikes just get stolen all the time for no reason and it's not like he just left it somewhere he had it locked up he had a very nice lock on it a very like large hard to cut lock and someone someone stole his bike bummer dude uh has he put up like is there anything people no, can do like no there's like, nothing he can do about it. like if he sees it steal it back i guess but other than that yeah uh oh. Here's the lesson. Here's the lesson for people. Don't bike. It don't, sucks. Don't bike. Don't bike. Yep. Okay? That's that. You're not... No one likes you. Drivers don't like you. People walking don't like you. Don't bike, okay? You don't like you, clearly. Anyways, uh, well, okay. <laughs> my stance on bikers is not great. Um. Yeah, next thing. We'll make fun of some drunk people because there's plenty of them. Plenty of them here where I am. Uh, In so, college, yeah. Yeah. So I was uh, I was walking a buddy home from a party. I think it was last weekend. 
Uh, he texted me. He's like, hey, uh, I'm headed out now. Like, I'm, I'm okay to walk myself home. Like, I know where I'm going, everything. Uh, but if you want to come out, meet me, whatever. So I went out, met him, walked him, like, the last, I don't know, quarter of a mile home. It wasn't too bad. Uh, we get in the elevator. We're going up back to uh, the floor, which we live on, five, f- four or five. You know, I almost said four or five, but floor five. Anyways, we're in the elevator with a couple other kids. One of them uh, clearly has been drinking. He's just standing in the elevator. Elevator starts going up. Kid just falls over. Yeah. <laughs> just smashes into the side of the elevator and just onto the ground. And then just gets up. It's like, ha, 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 ha. And then that was it. Wow. It, yeah, I've had a lot of concerning elevator rides so far this year. And it's only been a month. Just wait until you like get into the cities and you see intoxicated people on public transportation. No. And like normally people fall over like when the train starts going, but when you add alcohol oh. in the mix, people just lose it. Uh yeah, good stuff. All, All right. right. I'm gonna bring I'm gonna bring you mine, because I think you're really gonna like it. Alright. And I know like I think we've talked about this not on the podcast, but like I have I have a headline for you. Alright. Okay, and I wouldn't I wouldn't do this if it wasn't just one of the greatest things I've ever seen, okay? Yeah. Now, you're, you might hate me for this, or you're really going to love it. Now, make sure we have a good connection, because I don't want to, like, get halfway through. All right, I think, I okay, think it's good. Try, I'm going to try not to laugh, but I was, uh, I was bored in class the other day. I happened to go on ESPN, actually, of all sites. That's where this, that's where this came from, and I don't know. I don't know who titled this or well yes I do it looks like it's written by David Fleming but thank you David give me uh, give me a second to compose myself the headline reads little giant NFL giant Andy reads oversized NFL influence (laughs) (laughs) man there will never Uh, be a day where Andy Reed jokes aren't funny so, yeah, I, we mentioned this before. The Simon's show, we both listened to it. Great podcast. I know we're not supposed to like so You guys should listen to it, whatever. Uh, they have a big thing on Andy Reid jokes, and you and I have gotten into the habit, you know, making them ourselves. So we, when I saw that, I we love I just, Andy Reid. I just knew I had to. I had to bring that to the show. <laughs> that is my contribution for the week. Thank you, everyone. That uh, that rivals the only other best Andy Reid headline I've ever seen. Which is Andy Reader Santa Claus who rules December. <laughs> uh, the answer is Andy Reed, actually. Anyways, the last one. Uh, yeah, a lot, big theme being bored in class. Uh, I was not bored in class. I was very intrigued trying to figure out how to manage business because business management. Great class. Love it. Wonderful. Anyways, kid in front of me must have been pretty bored because he's just looking through a bunch of websites uh, for random sponsorships. I don't know what for. Maybe he has some hidden talents I don't know about. Uh, so he's like looking like, oh, you know, typical ones like Red Bull. Red Bull does crazy stuff. Maybe they can sponsor someone. I don't know the context of any of this, so forgive me. Uh, but then after about five minutes, he transitioned on just looking at how to get sponsored by like five different beer companies, which seems like the greatest idea of all time. I'll be honest. Yeah, that's a, that's a smart move from a college standpoint. Uh, not only is it an extra way to bring in money, but it's a way to drink free. And yeah. Let me tell you, we don't encourage drinking, but if you can do it for free, <laughs> we don't encourage drinking unless it's free. Unless it's free. So get yes. yourself sponsored by beer companies. 
Oh boy, this has gone downhill real yeah. quick, faster than if you rolled in. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we need to stop. We need to stop. We need to end the show right now. All right, all right. I'm trying to think of anything else interesting that's happened in the last two weeks. No. Nah, man, nothing I can talk about. All right. All right. Um, we'll close this show down. God, I am so sorry for all of you listening. Um. All right, well, we'll close What are you still doing out. here? What are you still doing here? Let's no, be honest. No one knows. Ah, so if you do enjoy the show, please do give For it a rating. For some if reason, you, unbeknownst yeah. to God. Who knows? Uh, please do leave it a rating on whatever platform you're listening on. Uh, it would help us out a lot. Let's us know that you guys like it, that you're listening, and uh, what you think we could do differently, better, worse, uh, all that sort of stuff. Be sure to let us know because we do appreciate that kind of feedback, and it's very helpful to us. Uh, also... You can follow us on our social medias, Instagram, Brady Bros Boston, YouTube, Brady Bros Boston. I'll kick it over to you. What's the Twitter? My Twitter is Brady Bros and Nick, and you all should actually follow that because I've been tweeting. And James, what is your Twitter? All right. I have to look at this. I always forget every week. All right. My Dude, Twitter. Write uh, it in the document. At James B underscore Boston. That's at the Twitter. James. I have also been tweeting pretty recently. Let's see some of the tweets I have. I, I have pretty insightful things to be said. Um, a lot of retweets. A lot of retweets. So people who retweet, for those of you who are unfamiliar with Twitter, uh, have nothing original or worthwhile to put out in the world, so they put other people's words. Yeah, no, I don't actually have anything creative to say. I just <laughs> copy what other people say and add my opinion to it. Which Man, honestly, thought, which honestly no. just takes away from the original thought. All right, but um, I guess to just reiterate, thank you all so much for listening. Those of you who are still listening, God, what are you doing here? Yeah, this episode this, has been a This has literally been more of a disaster than the last play of the Orioles season. Going forward, we got playoff baseball that doesn't feature the Red Sox. We got hockey and basketball starting very, very soon. And we have the Patriots continuing their way to a perfect 16-0 and season. Thank you all so much for listening. We will see you next time. I don't know when that will be. See ya. Thank you.